0: What's up Aliens? It's Big L. Welcome to another Dumb Sports Empire. And I am just in a pit of misery right now. What a God man, I wish I wish Casey Anthony babysat me when I was a kid. I wish O. J was my dad. Or husband. I don't know. Whichever's funnier. I wish that Jeffrey Dahmer ate my heart years ago. The Pittsburgh Steelers are the most depressing thing in football. I know I sound very spoiled because the Steelers haven't had a losing season in, what, 15 years, 16 years? At least before Mike Tomlin. But losing to the goddamn Jets is something that hurts me so dearly. And we keep losing to the Jets. We lost to the Jets a couple years ago. We lost to the Jets when Michael Vick was there. Losing to the Jets hurts. And it doesn't feel better because we have... The Bucks next week, the or the Bills next week, the Buccaneers after that, the Dolphins after that, and the Eagles after that. That's four losses in a row. Maybe we win one of those games on blind luck. I don't know who it's gonna be, but this is so depressing. Just beyond depressing. Losing to the New York Jets. Steelers lose to the Jets. I wish I wish no one feels the pain that I'm feeling right now. I was bummed out. I was hanging out with my kids, like, bummed out about the Steelers. Sick to my stomach watching you play football. Week in and goddamn week out. The only silver lining is that we've got Kenny Two Gloves in here rushing for two touchdowns. I'm going to give you a stat. Kenny Pickett's the first quarterback in NFL history to rush for two touchdowns in his NFL debut. Lamar Jackson, Michael Vick, Josh Allen, Ken Stabler, Joe Montana John Elway Peyton Manning Tom Brady None of these bums could do what Kenny Pickett did in his first day And it was only a half He didn't even play the first half Silver lining I am so mad at myself that I picked the Steelers again I said I was back on my bullshit The Steelers were three and a half point favorites Probably the last game they were going to be the favorites in In a long time And they fucking blew it Mitch Trubisky had 42 drives this year in three and a half games, and they scored three touchdowns. Kenny Pickett in his first three drives as a starting quarterback in the NFL had two touchdown drives. <clears throat> the future is here, and the, the only good thing is I've sat through three weeks of bullshit now, and we can finally say that Mike Tomlin wised up and, and gave it to Kenny Pickett. But good god, if if Mitch Trubisky is our starting quarterback next week, I'm gonna shit a chicken. I will physically throw up. I will physically throw up because of emotions. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully we stick with Kenny Pickett. I liked what I saw from Kenny Pickett today. He had the he had three interceptions. Let's address them all. Bounced off the hands of Claypool for number one on a deep shot. Claypool's six goddamn four. He should not be losing 50-50 balls to anybody. There are no 6-4... I don't think there's any 6-4 safeties or corners in the league. Corners are usually like 6-6-3, six six, maybe. Is there a safety? I don't know. Cam Chancellor was kind of tall, but that was years ago. Chase Claypool should not be losing 50-50 balls to fucking anybody. The second one, I think, bounced off Friermuth's hands, which is depressing because we've now seen Friermuth blow a couple games. Today, I was on the final drive. We were actually driving up three points. Friermuth drops a pass gets intercepted they turn around score a touchdown we lose the game and then on a hail mary the last play of the game he threw up a bomb that doesn't really i mean that's you don't care about that kenny pickett looked awesome george pickens had 100 yards for his first time in his nfl career his young nfl career there's a lot to look forward to not the next four weeks for sure but there's a lot to look forward to We have such a good young team. I'm glad Kenny's finally in there. The way he played today makes me think he was ready this whole time. I know Mike Tomlin's a good dude and everything like that. I think he he felt like he owed Mitch something. He owed Mitch a legitimate shot at this Steeler quarterback thing. And I don't dislike Mitch Trubisky. I mean, it's like a breakup that's just not working out with a girl, right? She's kind of attractive. She's kind of nice. She's got a nice family. But you guys just don't gel. You guys just aren't happy together it's not personal it's just gotta move on that was mike tomlin with mitch trubisky wasn't personal just sick to your stomach watching you play football you know i love you you're a great dude but it's not personal man you just gotta rip the bandit off put him in the basement don't let him come out hide him away feed him to jeffy dahmer i don't know mitch trubisky sayonara sucker Kenny Pickett era is in. Man, I said on the podcast that this was a must win game for the Steelers. There's a very realistic possibility that we're going to start the season one and seven. Very realistic. These four weeks are brutal. Fucking brutal. I'm sorry, I'm swearing a lot. Mom, if you're listening to this, Ray, if you're listening to this, I'm swearing quite a bit. This is how the Steelers make me feel. And I sound like a spoiled whiny baby because there's many people that have had it worse as sports fans <clears throat> the Bears the Browns the Chargers we're Steeler fans we're not we're not used to this we're not used to the losing losing badly I'm a poor loser and that makes me a fucking champion you can't be happy with losing I'm glad Mike Tomlin was finally unhappy with it I don't know what it is man losing to the Jets is ugh yeah. Just saying it makes me want to take a shower again. I just took a shower already. Just saying it makes me my skin crawl. I hate this shit. I hate it. The Steelers, I picked them. The last game I'm going to pick them for a while. I've said that 2 weeks in a row. It's just it hurts, man. We sh- we could be 3 and 1, no problem right now. If Kenny Pickett starting, maybe 4 and 0, but 3 and 1 was a legitimate possibility. We lose that game to New England on a muffed punt. And a dropped interception. We lose the Browns game. I mean, they beat us fair and square. I don't really have any qualms with that. Then we lose this stupid Jets game because we take forever to put Kenny Pickett in. We're down 10-6. to six? I think we're down 10-6 at half. We finally put Kenny Pickett in. We go up 20-10 to 10 in like five minutes. It was fucking great. I was... The game wasn't on any TV station. I couldn't find a website for it, so I'm the, watching the stupid ESPN game cast on my phone. Oh, George Pickens, 20-yard catch. Oh, Fryermuth, 15-yard catch. Oh, we're moving the ball. Oh, shit, look at this. Holes are opening up for Najee Harris because we can pass the ball. Our offense is gelling. Why did we wait three and a half games to do this, especially being down one and two? This would have been the perfect game to start pick from the beginning. And I know I don't, Talk about about Mike Tomlin a lot. Really like Mike Tomlin. Gained a lot of respect for him, especially after the Le'Veon and Antonio Brown years, which we're going to talk about Antonio Brown later, so stick around for that. But Mike Tomlin waiting this long could have jeopardized our season. We needed to start three and one because of that brutal stretch. Now it's just... I tweeted before... <laughs> I'm going to read you the exact verbatim tweet because I was furious. We were down 10-0 and then 10-3 in the first half today I was at it's called Imagine You no free ads it's a children's museum where it has like interactive stuff like playgrounds and little slime and you can like it was a great time with my kids I was having a great time with my daughters my wife and then this bullshit started happening I tweeted at the place I said pulling it up here this is so goddamn embarrassing fuck the Steelers I'm not letting this shit get to me anymore zero expectations the rest of the year And then we go up winning, and I get my hopes up again in the second half. And it was all for nothing. We still lose the game. I did 8 minutes and 45 seconds bitching about the Steelers, so I'll spare you guys. Let's get into the rest of the games. So we've got – I actually had a pretty good week. I think I won 11 games, 12 games so far. Shout-out to proud Allian Brandy. She's winning our league right now currently. And I think she took the Rams for tomorrow, which is awesome. Um so we've got Minnesota, New Orleans. We had a London game today. Um, Minnesota. I don't know, man. They're so weird. I picked them to win this game. They won. I'm happy for that. Andy Dalton actually looked really awesome today. Andy Dalton was leading the Saints. Seems like a much better option than Jameis Winston, which kind of sucks because Jameis Winston's one of the most entertaining people this league has seen the past six years. Just the way he throws picks, the way he plays, it's hilarious. Minnesota wins in London, the Vikings invade London for the first time since, well I guess they won in London, they beat the Steelers in London a while ago, but um, Vikings in London seems to be a pretty consistent win. You have the Vikings of the early 1000s beating the shit out of the Englanders, the Minnesota Vikings beating the Steelers, and the Minnesota Vikings beating the New Orleans Saints. Anytime the Vikings go to Minnesota, good things happen, so we're always going to bet on the Vikings of Minnesota from here on out. Remember that. Cleveland-Atlanta, I picked Cleveland. This is kind of weird. I mean, the Cleveland Browns, they're dropping games. I expect them to win. They go out and they beat their rival, the Steelers, but then they go down to Atlanta and they lose to a very subpar Falcons team. I didn't really see a lot what happened. I saw a Chubb rush for 100 yards. Um, Atlanta being a little frisky, being a little feisty. I'm glad the Browns lost because the Steelers can kind of keep pace with them. They're not like leading our division. I think the Ravens are two and two, the Bengals are two and two, the Browns are two and two, and we're one and three. So only one game back, silver lining. Cleveland loses to Atlanta. The Browns is the Browns. I'm going to say it every loss. Buffalo at Baltimore, rooting hard for Buffalo to beat the Ratbirds of Baltimore. They beat them on a last second field goal. Good stuff. Um, All I saw was Lamar Jackson threw another pick in the end zone. He always does that when he's playing the Steelers. Lamar Jackson shits the bed in the red zone. Probably one of the worst red zone quarterbacks in the league. I don't know the stats on that. But for sure, don't bet on Baltimore to to beat these really good teams. I know they beat the Chiefs a couple times, but Baltimore, they just seem to shit the bed. Washington and Dallas. Dallas is rolling with Cooper Cup right now I don't even know if they should put Dak back in when he gets back but Cooper or Cooper (laughs) no Cooper Rush sorry Cooper Rush is dominating the league right now he's not putting up Patrick Mahomes numbers or anything but guy's killing it Cowboys are winning games Cowboys fans have to be happy Washington sucks I mean no high expectations for Washington or anything but that's got to hurt Especially losing to a Daklas Cowboy team. Seattle at Detroit. Detroit is so freaking weird, man. I don't know what this team is. I let the Hard Knocks hype, I guess. The Hard Knocks hype gets me. Seattle goes into Detroit. Puts up 48 points. Detroit puts up 45 points at home and loses. Seattle over Detroit. I pick Detroit. I lose that game. Total dog shit, man. Detroit. I don't know what you are yet. We are four goddamn weeks into the season. I don't know what Detroit is. It's hard. It's four weeks. I'm getting better at my picks. We know who teams are now. We know what they're going to be this year. We have a great idea. Four games is a big sample size of what a team is going to be this year. I have no freaking clue what the Detroit Lions are. They are all over the place. They were down big in this game. They ended up coming back. To pull it within three points, this game was not as close as the score says. Seattle dominated every aspect of this game. Detroit, man, figure your shit out. I would hate for Dan Campbell to get fired. He's in what his second season. But I mean, if you're not winning games, you're not doing anything. So they can have hard knocks, they can have the hype, they can have all the positivity, all the the culture in the world. But if you're not winning games, it doesn't not, not matter at all. Seattle surprises everyone. This is just as big a surprise as the Broncos. Losing to Seattle in Seattle. But Seattle goes to Detroit, puts up 48, beats the Detroit Lions. Chargers at Houston. Chargers went out to a big lead. Kind of almost blew it. Kind of almost the Chargers is the Chargers. But they didn't, so they held on. Good stuff from them, beating a bad team, just getting a win. Don't get anybody killed. Austin Eckler went off. Austin Eckler had 36 fantasy points for me. So fantastic stuff. Chargers sitting pretty get herbert back get him back to 100 keenan allen's been out for several weeks mike williams is getting fed the rock a lot the chargers can be solid i think joey bosa went on the ir joey bosa is gonna be out for four weeks derwin james shockingly hasn't gotten hurt yet derwin james usually has a season-ending injury in september so good stuff from derwin james not dying yet i guess tennessee at indianapolis not really shocking here Indianapolis somehow beat the Chiefs at home last week, and then they lose to Tennessee at home this week. The Colts, I don't know. This is like the shrug emoji, just the biggest question mark. The Colts suck. Well, no, not a question mark. I know they suck. I picked the Titans. The Titans win. The Titans are find- uh, kind of finding their their steam now. They were zero and two. They're two and two. They beat who? They beat the Raiders last week. They beat the Colts this week. A couple good wins in a row. Derrick Henry looking like himself again over 100 yards. Traylon Burks got carted off the field, so we'll see how that goes. But Traylon Burks, man, that sucks. They trade A.J. Brown away to get this guy in the first round, and he's getting carted off the field in game four. This is not what you want. Speaking of getting carted off the field, I forgot to talk about this in the Seattle-Detroit game. But DK Metcalf and I have the same body type. In the fact that when we have to shit We have to shit DK Metcalf got carted off the field And he looked completely fine He was just sitting there Oh what's going on After the game they asked him what happened And he said he just had to go to the bathroom This dude got carted off the field To go to the bathroom And I know he said that that, uh, What is it What's the word I'm looking for When you squeeze your butt together And you try to waddle Try to hold it in Doesn't always work when it hits you, it hits you. When you gotta shit, you gotta shit. And I'm with you, DK. We have the same body type. I know exactly what you're going through. The Chicago Bears go to New York. I pick New York. New York wins. New York is sneaky 3-1, and one, which is wild. The New York Giants. All hail the New York Giants. 3-1. and one. Beating a bad Chicago team. This is a different Giants team. They're probably going to end up somewhere around 500. But it seems like they're beating teams they should beat. They're beating Chicago. They upset the Titans. But, I mean, these are games like the Steelers should have beat the Jets today. Like, you got to win the games you're supposed to win. If they win this game, they're supposed to win. Move on. Brian Dables 3-1, which is cool. I like him. Big, fat, white guy that drives a, a Ford Raptor. That's that's my kind of coach right there. Jacksonville at Philadelphia. This was another monsoon game. I think the, the hurricane had made its way north. It wasn't a hurricane anymore, obviously, but it was a rainy bastard. Jacksonville jumped out to a 14-point lead in this game. That is wild, considering the Eagles were 3-0, kind of dominating everybody so far. Jacksonville does not hang on. Philly recovers. 29-21, I picked Philly. They win. Good stuff there, nice and easy. Getting into the afternoon games, we got Arizona, Carolina. I picked Arizona to win. Carolina, we kind of know what they are. I mean, they're going to be, they're going to have another top 10 draft pick. They're going to have to go grab a quarterback because Baker's not it, man. Baker's not it. Sam Darnold's not it. Teddy Bridgewater's not it. Insert whoever their quarterbacks have been the past few years. They are not it. The Panthers are in such a bad place there. I feel like since. Since Cam Newton left, they've been in this weird limbo of trying to find a quarterback, kind of like the Colts with Andrew Luck. Since Andrew Luck left, the Colts have been in this weird limbo trying to get a a long-term quarterback, and they just can't do it. And they keep signing old guys. The Panthers at least signing younger guys, but they're just not making it happen. Carolina sucks. They're going to have a top-ten pick. Arizona, my shocker of the year to win the NFC West. Doing some things. Looks like Kyler Murray is kind of picking up his steam a little bit. Hopefully he keeps it rolling. Arizona over Carolina. New England at Green Bay. The biggest shocker of the day is New England without Mac Jones. And then Brian Hoyer gets a concussion. So shout out to the New England Patriots for actually pulling Brian Hoyer when he had a concussion, unlike the Miami Dolphins. New England goes in with Bailey Zapp. Zapp or Zappy? I don't know. Western Kentucky legend. Threw for a jillion yards at Western Kentucky because they throw the ball like 75 times a game. They take Green Bay to overtime. This game had me nervous for a while because I was like, I should win this game, no problem. And they were on the ropes. Green Bay actually pulls it off waning seconds of overtime. Aaron Rodgers doesn't look that great. This is so weird, man. We're seeing our heroes kind of fall off. We're seeing Peyton Manning's been retired, long retired. But, like, the heroes of our childhood, Tom Brady's falling off. Aaron Rodgers is falling off. Ben Roethlisberger retired. Michael Vick's gone. Like the heroes of our childhood are just slowly dying off. Aaron Rodgers, we're kind of seeing it this season. He signed, what, a four year contract with the Packers? Or was it two? It might have been a two year contract. I don't think he's playing more than that. He may not make it after this year. He was considering retiring in the offseason, but I mean, it looks bad. Green Bay pulls it off. Denver at Vegas, I don't know what happened here. No, this isn't the game, I lied. This game, I thought about yesterday. I was in, I was golfing yesterday and I was kinda looking at my picks, waiting for the the foursome ahead of us to kinda go. I was looking at the, what's it called? I was looking at the picks. I'm sitting here, Vegas is at home. They're 0-3. Denver is a shoddy football team They're barely beating people I thought to myself The Las Vegas Raiders are not Bad enough to be an own 4 football team I'm not a Raider fan by any means But um, I thought to myself The Las Vegas Raiders are not An own 4 football team They're just Not to go down at home like that To danger Russ Wilson The Raiders won my heart over I picked them, they win, beat the Broncos at home, 32-23. The Broncos, still a big question mark. I think they're going to be a 500 team. I picked them to win the West, but there's no way. They're going to be a 500 team, they suck. Now, here we go, jumping into Sunday night. This is the game I kind of lied about. So, on, what was it, on the podcast on Friday, I said, you have to take teams, home teams, after a natural disaster after something tragic I said that Tampa Bay had the hurricane come through they're going to be playing for the city just like the Saints did when Katrina came through they were going to be inspired yada 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 I don't know what happened I think I originally had Kansas City and then I clicked on Tampa Bay to win after that and I didn't save my picks And thank God, because I picked the Kansas City Chiefs. They actually won tonight. The Chiefs looked awesome tonight. It was insane. It was like watching the old Chiefs. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes doing fuck shit when he was on the one-yard line and he looked like he was going to try and run it and just flicked it over to Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Had that stupid underhand shovel pass that they do at the goal line. They were getting creative. They had their tight end take a snap from under center, sneak it into the end zone. Tom Brady shouldn't have come back. I know we can't slander Tom Brady, but he should have stayed retired. And it's not looking good. And you got Chris Godwin can't stay healthy on the field. He came back tonight after missing two games, and he's already hurt. Mike Evans is always a beast. But, I mean, the, the Buccaneers aren't as good as they've been the past couple of years. They're not explosive on offense like they should be with the people they have. It's just not happening for them but I picked the Chiefs and they won so life is good those are my picks for the week I got the Rams tomorrow I want to say it should be the Rams is it a home for the Rams it's in San Francisco I will still take the Rams because Jimmy G looked like dog shit last week so give me the Rams in San Francisco I should go to that game I'm like 3 hours from San Francisco just fuck it all actually have a big week at work So, anyway, I told you we would talk to Antonio Brown, or talk about Antonio Brown. Here's the update on the situation. I like talking about Antonio Brown because he is a former Steeler. He was one of the best receivers in the league. He was probably the best receiver in the league for four or five years, probably, when he was with the Steelers. Ben Roethlisberger's favorite target, probably over his career. So, the story came out yesterday morning, and it was Antonio Brown... And it's just a picture of him laying on, like, the steps of a pool. I guess he was in Dubai. And the dude's just, like, holding his dick. And it doesn't seem real because his dick looks like it's a foot and a half long, which is insane for a skinny guy. But his dick is just hanging out. It's in his hand. And I'm like, good God. And then so that picture comes out and surfaces, and everyone's barstool sports. Everyone's tweeting it. Everyone's talking shit about Antonio Brown being a piece of shit again. And it's not the most shocking thing in the world. But then he comes out on Twitter. We're going to go to Antonio Brown's tweets because Antonio Brown's Twitter page is better than the freaking Keeping Up with the Kardashians or any drama that's out there. And Antonio Brown's Twitter is up there with Game of Thrones, up there with the Jeffrey Dahmer documentary. Maybe that's why I'm just talking about Jeffrey Dahmer nonstop, because I'm in the middle of watching him eat people. So what did Antonio Brown say? So people are, are talking about him with his dick out of the pool. It's clearly him in the picture. He says, My name is more precious to me than diamonds and gold. Y'all keep playing with my character. They tried to bury me, forgot I was a seed. This is shit. He says it's kind of funny, but anyway, he says it's crazy to me that even after I retire, there's disinformation coming out about me. Ironically, during a time when NFL is getting heat for allowing players to play when they're obviously concussed, they're using black men as guinea pigs. This dude's talking about the Tua situation. The doctor got fired, by the way. The the Dolphins' independent doctor, or the NFL's independent doctor. This dude got fired for not following the proper protocol. No shit. Someone had to get fired. Everyone knew they fucked up. Antonio Brown's taking his dick grabbing in a public pool and trying to say (laughs) that freaking Tua's thing makes the NFL look worse than Antonio Brown just grabbing his dick. He thinks it's misinformation. Like You know how some big scandal comes out and then all of a sudden the government starts talking about some other news and they change the whole news cycle or like Will Smith slaps Chris Rock in the face and that's all everyone talks about. When no one talks about the war in Ukraine anymore. That's the shit that Antonio Brown thinks is going on. He then says, every chance they get to sway the heat off themselves, they use me. In the video, you can clearly see she runs off with my swim trunks. If roles were reversed, the headlines would read, AB having a wild night with nude female. Yet when it's me, it automatically becomes a hate crime. <laughs> so, he comes out, kind of defends himself. I'm like, alright, maybe the guy's right, you know. Maybe he's just... Maybe she did take a swim trunks trying to not like sympathize with the situation. Cause it doesn't really happen to me. But then another video comes out and I'm trying to find it on Twitter as I'm talking to you guys right now. But another video comes out and this dude is in the pool. I don't know if it was before or after he's just sitting there like stroking his dick, but there's a video of him naked in the pool and he's just like throwing his ass in this girl's face. And there were several women in this pool. This dude throwing his ass in women's faces after defending himself. It's so comical. So comical. Antonio Brown, just what he does. Farting in that doctor's face. Throwing gummy dicks at his ex-baby mama. Bentley stays, broke, hoes go. Fantastic stuff. Antonio Brown, just... You are so entertaining. Just thank you for entertaining the world. And then... Today... The cherry on top of a great Antonio Brown weekend. He posts a picture of him hugging Giselle, Tom Brady's wife, <laughs> on Instagram. I gotta look up the caption because this shit fucking kills me. He posts a picture with Giselle on Instagram. Oh, all he said was, um this is this stupid fucking song that he he made? What's this song? um put that shit on and his little finger emojis of his finger going back and forth this dude just poses a picture after the super bowl of him and giselle that's the funniest shit of all time antonio brown don't change i tell i would tell a lot of people to change in that situation but antonio brown please don't change please keep playing with your dick in a pool posting of picture, pictures of you and other people's wives Not even just other people. Like, that's Tom Brady. It's the greatest of all time. (laughs) He's posting pictures with his wife. Fan-fucking-tastic. All right. Mrs. Evans, proud listener. Wanted 30 minutes out of a podcast. I'm at 28. Let's do a quick football roundup. Um, College football, that is. Sorry. College football. What really big happened? UCLA is 5-0. That's fucking wild. Beat number 15 Washington on Friday night. USC handles Arizona State at home. It was close for a little bit, but their defense kind of stepped up towards the end in the second half, and then they pulled away. Caleb Williams threw his first interception, which in the back of your mind, you're hoping that your quarterback never throws an interception. Like He, go- he went four games without an interception. I'm like, oh, my God, can he go a whole season without an interception? He threw a one on a, on a lob pass to the end zone, but it's all good. Still thinking about the Heisman. Still possibly could get invited to New York for that. Michigan over Iowa, I don't like rooting for Michigan because I'm kind of a closet Ohio State fan, at least when they're not playing USC. Michigan, I want you to destroy Iowa 11 times out of 10. Break their will, break their spirit. The best thing from this game is that they do the first quarter wave Iowa does to the Children's Hospital right above the stadium, and Michigan guys scored a touchdown, don't know who it was. But he started waving to the kids, kind of mocking the fact that they acknowledge kids with cancer. This is the one good thing they do is freaking they try to involve these kids and they wave at them and it's kind of a sweet moment. And this Michigan guy just shit all over it, which is hilarious to me. So thank you, Michigan, for that. Kentucky loses to Ole Miss. Ole Miss looking kind of legit. They've got a couple of USC players, Jackson Dart and, um, damn, what's the guy's name? Is it Michael Trigg? Tight end Michael Trigg. Those guys are pretty solid, looking good. Oklahoma loses back-to-back weeks, Kansas State and TCU. I don't hate Oklahoma. I just think it's funny. I have a butter a buddy that's an Oklahoma fan. Shout-out to Wentz. It's just hilarious. We stole Lincoln Riley from them, and now they're kind of sucking. That hit, there was a hit. Dylan Gabriel, the Oklahoma quarterback, is going to slide, and a TCU defender knocks him the fuck out. The guy had given up. It's totally dirty play, totally dirty He knocked him the fuck out He was laying motionless on the floor They take him out Oklahoma doesn't mess up like the Miami Dolphins did They take their quarterback out Get him some health But TCU dominated this game Uh, Anything else of note Um, Alabama Looked like they struggled with Arkansas for a little bit But then they pulled away Ohio State murdered Rutgers Oklahoma State over Baylor Yada yada yada. Georgia. Georgia was looking suspect for a little, bit they were losing to Missouri in, up until the fourth quarter. Like through the fourth quarter, they were losing to them. They end up winning twenty six twenty two. Was hoping they'd get exposed a little bit more, but we'll see. They're gonna have a tough SEC schedule coming up. They're gonna have to play teams like Tennessee. They're gonna have to play Alabama. They're gonna have to play. They have to play some tough games. So we'll see if Georgia is as legit as we thought they were the first few weeks. I think they lost their number one ranking. I think the AP pool has Bama back at number one now. Clemson wins over NC State. Um, That's kind of cool because I didn't know how legit Clemson was. I'm a DJ Uyongole fan just because he's from Southern California. Um, He's from about 20 minutes from where I grew up. So always rooting for the IE kids, Inland Empire, for those of you that don't partake. But good for Clemson, rooting for DJ. Georgia Tech over Pitt. Why am I just seeing this for the first time? Willie, what happened? I'm going to be like that autistic kid from Twitter. Pit Panthers, what happened? How you lose to Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets? Willie, what the fuck happened, man? I didn't even know Pitt lost to Georgia Tech of all people. Damn, man. And then Stanford beats Oregon. That rounds out the top 25. That's all I got for you guys. Have a great week. I'm going to win one of these pick 'em contests one week. Next week's gonna be the week. A lot of positive energy. We got four weeks of four weeks of data to go over in our heads. We're starting to know who teams are. We're starting to know what the fuck's going on. Who has a Thursday night game? Alright, bear with me real quick. I'm gonna look up the Thursday night game so I can give you guys my pick. My initial pick, it might change depending on who's playing. Week five, we've got Colts Broncos. Ugh. Fuck, man. The Colts suck. I'd have to take the Broncos in that one. I'll probably take the Broncos. We'll see. Big horse game, huh? Colts, Broncos. Go Ponies, baby. Iowa sucks.